Hey guys, your boy Eli from the Geeksinctorians, and I'm back with my good pal. I don't know what direction he's in right now. Hello, it's me, Kelvin. Hello. And we got good old David back, look, looking good with that pandemic goat beard he's got on. <laughs> right? I think we lost him. Jesus Christ. Like We good? Why? <laughs> I mean, let's get on. Yeah, let's get yeah. on it. Let's get on you. It does. It does. Makes yeah. me jealous because I can't grow it like that. I can't grow. Yeah, I can't grow new, stuff new like new that until like I'm, at least I'm on fifties or sixties at the very least. <laughs> oh yeah. Like at that point, we're gonna, gonna be looking like the the. <laughs> you're gonna be looking like the 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 wise old Asian man, Kelvin. Oh wow. Okay. Uh... That wasn't that. Hey, that was. I, that could have been a lot worse than than I would have said. I know, I know, yeah. you can be a little sensitive. About I, no, no, no. It. It you, been a you, lot you, worse. you went from you went from stereotype to like you know you're inching ever so closely into the racist category. But you know the stereotype. No, I, okay, you're I didn't kinda, say anything. I just said you would be a wise no, 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 old no, 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 no. Asian man. I, I know, no, but no, which, no, no, no. which is why I said you were inching along the borders of like right now you're in the stereotype zone. And this is why I say I know you're very sensitive to it, Kelvin. But I, you know, I'm coming from a place of. Of love, you know I respect you and I love you like a brother. More like an annoying brother, but you know I respect you. Listen, Kevin, I. <laughs> you gotta keep it PG. Hey man, you gotta keep it PG. David's like David's the 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 kid in the relation, the kid in the situation. Mommy, daddy, don't fight. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. So we haven't re- had a full conversation about um, Phase Four of Marvel, especially since uh, a lot of stuff has been pushed back due to the pandemic. So now we're gonna have to talk about some of the stuff that we have to deal with. Quick question, guys: Can you hear that uh, lawnmower? There's a lawnmower. No. Okay, so it's just me. <laughs> I was so, like, what lot more? Do you, hear that <laughs> yeah. Do you hear my sleeping fa- my sleeping family? <laughs> Do you hear the walls? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, so we're gonna be going through most of the phase four, and we're gonna be yeah. starting off with the films because those are the ones that actually have the least. So we're gonna each gonna be talking about each of the films that are coming out. And after that, we're going to be talking about the TV shows that are going to be somewhere in between the movies, but we're just going to start with the films because, again, there's not that many of them. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just each going to give our thoughts on them. And actually, uh, last I checked, they actually grew in some. But, so, yeah, let's get started. You guys ready yeah. to talk about some Marvel movies? Uh, I have a quick comment. All right. I did see on Twitter, I think yesterday, that... Uh... Most likely, movie theaters might open later this summer, so I'm pretty sure that we most likely see movies sooner than later. So hopefully it's not by the end of December because I don't want to wait that long for you see. (laughs) All right, so let's start off with the most obvious film that's coming out that we all know about is Black Widow which is a prequel to some of the movies except between Civil War and Infinity War. So I don't think there's much for us to talk about because it's going to be coming out soon and we all kind of know what's going to yeah. happen soon. Essentially, uh, it's 
Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, coming back. Well, not cu- coming back is a, is a is a weird way to say because she's actually still dead. Let's see how long that lasts. And yeah, right. You're gonna say something, Kevin? <laughs> huh? Uh, no, I, I saw you reacting. That's why I thought. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. You're good. Yeah, no, because there's a little bit of delay here and there with the video. But um, <laughs> essentially, um, it's going to be going over his her backstory a bit, while also introducing some some old characters, other known Black Widows, also Red Guardian and Taskmaster. So, basically, Kelvin, you started us off? Oh, yeah, basically her family, uh, so to speak. Um, what? Her, you know, her sister, you know, which is, wait, what? Everything good? Uh, you're, 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 we're lagging here. Okay, yeah. like video or sound? Yeah, there's lag. Like vi- video or sound? Kind of both. Okay. Uh, how about now? Is, is everything um, good now? I think or? you're. It's kind of hard to tell because your lip flap isn't syncing up. It's not syncing up. Okay. I think you're good now. Okay. So you're saying good now. Okay. So, uh, going into Black going into the Black Widow film, we basically, you know, like like Eli mentioned, uh, takes place in be- right in between, uh, Civil War and the Infinity War. Right. Um, it's we're diving more into, uh, so to speak, uh, Black Widow's personal life. Uh, she goes back to her family because now, you know, she needs help. Um, and you know, her, her sister is also, you know, a black widow, a, a, was trained as a black widow and mother and mom and mom was trained as a black widow as well. And then her father was basically, you know, the former red guardian and then is now trying to get back into the game, so to speak. Um, and it's this really, uh, deep story in, you know, which the fans are going to be able to see uh, out in public and, and see how, you know, Natasha's story eventually unfolds and will, will play uh, a role into this in, into the scene um, that is and will be, uh, you know, uh, Infinity War will take place afterwards. So, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. intrigued. Right. I'm, I'm I'm very intrigued to see what happens. Uh, What's the name of the? I'm sorry. What is the name of the uh, the program? The Red Room or something like that? The, yeah, the Red the, Room. Yeah, the Red. The Red Room. room yeah. So I'm guessing Natasha and uh, her her sister were the last yeah. Black Widows before it was like corrupted or something. Something like that. They've. They've changed it from the movies. Like in the move in the comics, um, the red room is still kind of like the red room, but also um, there's the this family relationship that you see Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow having isn't really. Last I checked, last I checked, wasn't really in the comics. Like, like all the stuff you're seeing is more for the movie than it is in the actual comics. So like. Because I could have sworn she was married, she or a version of Black Widow or a different person who took up Black the mantle of Black Widow was married to Red Guardian. So it's like you're not getting the whole actual origin on her with her yet. But no, yeah, it's they're they're going through the Red Room and apparently Taskmaster 
is involved. And uh, yeah, David, your your thoughts on this film before going into actually watching it? Uh, so I don't know who's directing the movie. I think it's a it's, woman. No? Like, it is so, a like woman. A Let me double check. But uh, you can can you can keep going with your statement while I'm checking. Cause... Okay, directed well... by Cat Portland. Catlin, what? Yeah, Kate, that's or the Kate one Shortland. I'm sorry, Kate Shortland. Kate Shortland is Kate Shortland. this film. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know much about like her. Thank you, Dan. Because I've never heard of her. But I feel like you know the director has a lot of control. You know, and like the Russo brothers, as far as I know, that he's been like. They they've made like a bunch of Marvel movies. Uh Black Widow, like quite frankly, um like some movies, some Marvel movies, action wise, they're really good, but story wise, they kinda lagged a bit, right? In terms of like villains and you know, I think the biggest villain we've had so far is Thanos. So I guess I wanna see That would be Thanos, Killmonger, um Dave Grohl's, um, why am I forgetting his name? The the bad guy from Civil War, Zemo. Zemo. He, that's around Phase Three. Start when we started Zemo. getting more uh, developed villains. Zemo, yeah. Mysterio too. Yeah, I feel like Baron Zemo, uh, like his storyline is still ongoing in, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I feel like there's so much more to see from that. Yeah, and we'll character. get to that one. Yeah, so I guess it's like, mm-hmm. like uh, Black Widow. I say she's a good character. I've seen her like I thought she was badass in um, uh, the Winter Soldier, right? But I feel like you know, yeah. like Taskmaster. How 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 is this? I feel like it's gonna have to be story wise in order for me to actually be like, hey, this movie's gonna be badass because you know. She has to redeem herself before she dies in Endgame. So, like, you know, I, I really want to see a solid story, like a solid reason why she goes back to, uh, you know, the Avengers, like, post-Infinity mm-hmm. War, you know? Why yeah. does she follow that? Why does she sacrifice herself? There's got to be a big reason in this movie. So I feel like, you know, this movie is going gonna, is gonna to, like, I feel like Plague Widow, they, it, I don't think it's just a prequel. I honestly think they're setting something up, something that leads maybe like a new Black Widow, like Yelena Belova. I think that's the other character. But there's gotta be much more. Maybe test. Yeah, I've been hearing rumors. <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing rumors that supposedly this is gonna set up the Thunderbolts, and I'm like, no. I was um I was I was I was continuing what David said. He was um one of the rumors that I've heard was that they're supposed to um. Mm-hmm be bringing in the Thunderbolts who are Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad. Well, it's like I said, they're Marvel's answer Mm. to the Suicide Squad. They're usually like um, villains. And the last time I've heard about the Thunderbolts, they were led by um, Bucky. But Mm. like usually they're kind of like they they follow the orders of uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, you know, the guy who's always like always up against um hulk so usually you know that's kind of like the deal we're gonna probably have to go into when um that eventually well, shows up uh 
In the comics, as far as I know, doesn't um, like Widow have like uh, like a relationship of sorts with Bucky? Yeah, it's it's she she and Bucky dated. They've they like... tang they tangled before. <laughs> but is there like a like um like a storyline in specific that could make that's a good idea if you're telling me that they could be introducing Thunderbolts order you're, you're thinking about Bucky mm-hmm. and it's a Black Widow movie so how could that tie all together maybe I don't know I mean it's kind of hard to do now that we know that Scarlett Johansson's uh, take on Black Widow is dead but you know maybe the the yeah. next um one will okay so moving on to the next film we have the Eternals and David this is the one you're the most excited for am I correct David yeah Eternals yeah yeah you've been you've been reading this one and essentially um this is kind of explaining the Eternals is like explaining ancient aliens to someone who's never seen ancient aliens because that's essentially what it is. It's um, basically Marvel's take on that whole chariots of the gods kind of thing, where essentially the celestials came to Earth a long time ago and experimented on humans. That led to the deviants, the Eternals, and just humans as we know them, and also led to essentially what could be the introduction of the mutants. And we're getting, well, from what I understand of this movie is that it's going to be set in now times following the Neil Gaiman um, book where they all kind of reincarnate or whatever into like modern, into their modern day uh, people. You have a lot of actors in this, a lot of well-known people. Uh, I know Kit Harrington is in it. And um, I'm forgetting his name, but he's one of the. He's also another Stark boy, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can get a little more information as I let Kelvin explain his thoughts on this film. Kelvin, let me let's hear your thoughts. Um, so I I can't really say much on this film, but all I can say is is that Kelvin, I, I'm gonna I tell you this right now. No one, not many people can. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't really know much of, you know, like, you know, even in the comics of the Eternals. Not many people do. Yeah, of, of the Eternals. But I, what I can say is, is that, you know, I am intrigued to see, you know, what kind of film will this set out to be. Uh, this will be like a completely new take. It's, it's not your average typical, like, you know, like, super, you know, Marvel superhero, uh, like all the ones we've seen so far where, you know, uh, each of the heroes either have their own solo film or there's one film or there's, uh, you know, films that brings everybody together, um, you know, uh, i.e. Uh, Infinity War, Civil War. And this is simply another kind of way to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I guess because I have seen both. I have seen. OK, in that case, then I have seen both Guardians of the Galaxy movies. But, you know, I am intrigued to see how uh this will play out you know that's that's all i gotta say mm-hmm. on my piece you know again since kelvin, you say i'm gonna let you know kelvin uh-huh. kelvin this is good this is probably gonna be their their um their phase for guardians because guardians was low tier knowledge like you have to be in the know to know mm-hmm. about the guardians 
Not yeah. saying they were popular even amongst when they were out. I'm talking about they were like that C tier level of heroes that no one, everyone knew about, but no one really cared about. Now take the Eternals. Yeah, it's the yeah. bottom of the jar, but that's the bottom of the bottle, man. That's where they're at. No <laughs> one, no one really knows or cares about them. Jeez. That's kind of the yeah. sad truth, but. <laughs> Kelvin, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, Kelvin. Uh, David, tell us your thoughts on this film because I know you're the most excited one. I know you read the Neil Gaiman book. Well, I'm excited because X Men. Basically, you have the Eternals, which are shit. I forget, but like you have the Eternals, and then you have the um, the opposite of the Eternals. They, well, they they created two types of three. What is it? Two three types. They basically created uh, humanity as we know it, and we have the evil uh, beings, and you have the good beings, which ended up evolving to what we the know Deviant. as modern mutants. So I, I, I'm very excited for the Eternals because because the fact that you have the Eternals. And they're coming. I don't know. That's all I gotta say. That is one of the one of the supposed ways the X Men came about through their experiments of, of early humans into mm-hmm. um, what they are. Um, yeah. To give my thoughts is that this is probably going to be their most challenging film. Oh, you, you're saying David? Yeah. Say again? Maybe you can see challenging because how much material could they actually cover? In one movie, like, like I guess it's like, uh, what, like, what's the point of the the movie itself? Like, you're supposed to have the Eternals coming back to Earth to fight the Deviants, I believe they're called. No. Yeah, um, I don't even know that much about it. Um, I know one of the big villains are the Celestials because those are the guys that essentially created them. But usually, whenever the, from what I understand, whenever the Eternals are around, that means the, the Celestials are nearby, and if that that probably means something's going on. So they they say that maybe because of the snaps that've been happening, that that's what brought them back, the whole um, Eternals. But I I don't even know yet. I, we have to wait and see. But for me, uh, as I was saying, because um, you know, following through a Zoom call is really difficult to listen to most of it. Yeah. Um, for me, Eternals is one of the, is going to be like the one their more challenging films to to pull off. They have a lot of interesting cast members. They have, you know, Richard Madden, as I said earlier, uh, Gemma Chan, Camille Camille Nanjani, who got attention for his abs because he was working so hard for this movie. Uh, Salma Hayek and. Angelina Jolie, Kit Harrington, they're all going to be in this film. This is essentially an ensemble cast. Um, how they go about it, I don't know. Oh, you know, that's probably the one I'm most interested on. I'm not excited for it, but I'm willing to see how they go about the. This could be another Guardians of the Galaxy moment where, like, no one knew about these characters, but now all of a sudden they're like household names because no one knew about anyone. Like, no one, when Guardians came out, I was like, this is going to fail because no one's going to take a fucking talking tree and a talking raccoon seriously. And I was wrong. I have to fucking eat my words. 
I still don't take them seriously. But now let's. Uh... All right, let's move on to the next film. Um, yeah, this one's Kelvin's going to be his favorite film. Ah. <laughs> oh, you got the rocket. Nice. Nice. It's like a tree in a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, I got it from uh, Loot Crate. I stopped getting Loot Crate because I, I was getting a nice. bunch of shit. I'm like, no. I stand. Whatever yeah. that means. <laughs> so, moving on to the next uh, uh, next movie. Uh, we got Kelvin's most uh, anticipated one, which yes. is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which yes. is interesting because how they, um, they're they going about it, judging a little bit of the, the lore to Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. but, you know, apparently it's going to involve the Mandarin. And supposedly it's might. Which, by people, the way, I was very. Saying, like, I actually it's going to be like a yeah. James Bond. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they might it might be going in a, in in a way of James Bond kind of film. So, have you ever seen like probably more of the modern day Bond films like Casino Royale, Spectre, mm, um, gotcha. any of the ones? Yeah, have you seen any of those? It's that's most likely what a lot of people feel that um this new Shang Chi movie is going to be about. But uh, Kelvin, I'll let you speak your thoughts on this film, even though I'm pretty sure you said you never read a Shang-Chi book in your life. <laughs> I have not. No, I've never read a Shang-Chi book in my life. But, you know, bec- but because, you know, there is now the whole, you know, yes, uh, one of the very few uh, Marvel Asian superheroes now on a big silver screen that I'm very excited to see about. Um, I am. I'm actually not going to set my expectations that high as you know you guys might think it is just because you know so in the a, last time you talked about it you did give it a high expectation i did but the reason why i'm actually bringing it back down now is because you know i i don't want to set myself up for disappointment like for um like because you know shang chi uh like uh you know let's see actually let me let me rephrase that um the last film to have an all Asian lead cast was, uh, you know, it's un- unrelated to Mar- it's unrelated to Marvel Universe. But the last time to have an all Asian lead cast was uh, Crazy Rich Asians. I had set my expectations at that time to like mid level, and I was actually not that. Like, yes, I did dig the representation that, and also that it was an all Asian cast film, but you know, it was not as great as I expected to be. Uh, so in the case for Shang Chi, yes, again, you know, it's. I have the same opinions again, you know, but this time I'm actually going to like, you know, lower my expectations so that because knowing the possibility of whether it can, it does really well and completely exceed expectations or, you know, it doesn't do as well. Um, I am also very excited to, okay. One thing I am excited about though, is the cast that they're bringing in. Uh, So of course, uh, Simi Liu as, you know, the Shang-Chi as the lead role and Tony Leung, uh, as the Mandarin. Now, if you guys don't know who Tony Leung is, he's a legendary. He's like modern day legendary. Uh, uh, was it uh, martial artist, stunt actor? Um, you know, it, he's played in a lot of notable, very notable martial arts type films. Sounds like you're hyping him up too much. You know, been in movies, starred along with uh, other. Yeah, I mean, just like, well, just like the history of you know behind Tony Leung's uh film history and how he's brought 
you know, he's breaking a lot of stereotypes when it comes to which is hey, why I, I know this is not a topic, but I kind of want to bomb you right now. <laughs> you what? Hey, bomb me. Sydney wants to bomb me right now. Okay. I know so, a good place to get one, but yeah. <laughs> going back onto it. That was so that was so that was so random. Um going back into it though, you know, like I said, Tony Leung's uh past history and what he'll bring into Shang-Chi, uh that I am intrigued to see, you know, how that will all play out because, you know, you know, because, you know, they announced him as uh, the Mandarin, uh, not like that cheap knockoff we got in uh, Iron Man 3, when that one guy tried to pretend to be the Hold Mandarin. Hold up now. And, uh, <laughs> oh, bite you. You know, oh, and also they re- – what's up? I'll talk about yeah, it later, but uh, I, I stand by the whole <laughs> reveal that – of the Mandarin in Iron Man Three was actually pretty great. I agree that it's stupid, but it's 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 like you gotta admit that was pretty good. It was so dumb. That was a pretty good reveal. It was so dumb, but it's like oh my god. No, no, it wasn't Kelvin. It was great. It was great. Ben Kingsley, that was amazing. It was hilarious. Jesus. Like, anyways, okay, getting back into it, and then um the the other two cast members they just recently announced, but they don't they haven't revealed their roles, but they recently announced is. Uh, Aquafina and Ronnie, Ronnie Chiang, which I again nobody knew about. Also, at all Rosalina until... Chow and Florian Montano has also been confirmed. Okay, I have no idea who those guys are, but again, yeah. uh, this uh, yeah, this be- uh, yeah, right. <laughs> This being an all Asian cast, once again, uh, I am excited to see that, you know, once again, I'm glad that they're bringing, you know, Asian representation on the screen. And I'm very excited to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Cal- David, give us your thoughts on the Shang-Chi movie that will eventually come out next year, probably. Uh, kind of feel like it's going to deliver on absolutely everything that Iron Fist tried to be, simply because it has a bigger budget. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, it's supposed to be, like, isn't it supposed to be kind of, like, um, as big as the Infinity Stones? You have ten rings, you know? Isn't it going to have to... Isn't it, kind of. So they're, like, they're, they're not uh, as up not there. The story, they're not as up there. Size-wise. They yeah, the ten rings themselves, like, they're uh, kind of... They're all, they're all the basically... Size of the plot. Like, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. You, you, you continue. Oh, me? Okay. So... Oh, you want me to explain? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so... Go ahead. Depending on which version of the Ten Rings you want to go with, they're not as powerful as the uh, Infinity Stones, but essentially they each hold, like, the sort of magical power that might actually just be aliens instead of actual magic. Like, Mandarin, the Mandarin is, like, this weird... He's either does magic or he's in a, or he has alien powers. That's just it. It's one of the two. It, and he's always been, like, the Iron Man villain, but, like, no one really uses him that much recently. And, but, you know, it's ten rings, essentially, different mystical powers or aliens or one of the two. It's either, it's either magic or it's or alien tech. It's one of the two. I can't really say which is the real one, but just it's different versions, different... Um, ones. Could so you yeah, say, that's uh, like, that's all I gotta okay. say, David. There are different versions. 
I'm interested into. The, I'm kind of intrigued about the alien one. What do you? What does? What does that mean? It means that he probably got. He probably the, the one I remember is that they kind of stole off a dead alien. Like it's all alien technology and like. I can't remember the reason why because Mandarin was always that one character that I just kind of like really didn't care about because it's because to be honest Iron Man wasn't really that big of a character like it wasn't until Robbie Downey Jr. came in and made him like more better like everyone just didn't care about Iron Man except for um, his alcoholism what if it think about it what if uh, we have home was it homecoming Spider-Man homecoming you know when you have the um, uh, that post uh, Avengers the first event in New York City, you know how you have all these people cleaning oh, up the, all the aliens. I, I forget, oh, the the Chitauri thing. Yeah. Yeah. What if I could see that? What if they connected back to like the Legend of the Ten Rings? This alien tank that was recovered from from the what is it called? The Chitauri. Yeah. Yeah, from uh, Avengers. Like you have alien technology even in um, uh, what is it? Uh, Wakanda, that's alien technology. Yeah, you're right. It's always the been aliens, but I'm telling mining you. mining of the vibranium and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I like, think about it. If they connect the alien, the Legend of the Ten Rings more towards the cosmic side of Marvel, I'm curious as to, like, what could that possibly lead to? Like, do you have any, like, a mm-hmm. alien character? Um, more cosmic superheroes, you know. Cause... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, um, David. Um, Mandarin himself hasn't really done much cosmic things. He's always been kind of like, in I wouldn't. I don't want to say evil Doctor Strange, but kind of like evil Doctor Strange most of the time. They even when it was like alien tech, he wasn't really as as big. He's not a Mandarin isn't a big, big threat. He's a big threat for a some characters, but not the the big threat, like say a Thanos or a Doctor Doom. So I know I know that he may not seem as much of a big character in the comics, but think about it. They can rewrite him, and with proper writing, you can like really like give him more um, more of a. Uh, more, more of an edge to that character. Like you said, Iron Man wasn't ever a really popular character until you know the Avengers came along. Oh no! And now, boom, he's like the yeah. biggest thing ever. So I really have hopes that yeah, they... this Mandarin character—they really fucked him up, honestly. <laughs> and Iron Man, like they. See, here's the thing, like... bro. He he was never supposed to be Mandarin. So how can they fuck up what was never supposed to be Mandarin? Yeah, but... they already teased the concept. I'm like, they've teased the concept, but like, it's that's how they Marvel, get you, bro. Marvel that's how they get you. Time is too precious in order for you to revisit a character that was basically destroyed in Iron Man three. Iron Man three was bad. That was like my least favorite Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't it an Iron Man three? Or was it Iron Man? Two? It was, I don't know. I would say Iron Man two was out of the three work. for me. Iron Man, Iron Man three was not like. Compared to the compared to the first two, nah, no, I don't say Iron Man wasn't too. as good. I, I say I Iron Man too. It was trying to be kid. demon in the bottle without being demon in the bottle. 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, to who? Me or uh, David? Uh, to you, Eli. The the whole demon in the bottle concept. Do you you know what demon in the bottle is? What's up? Me? So demon in the bottle isn't a concept. It's a storyline in which Iron Man had to deal with his alcoholism. Because it was literally killing Mm -hmm. him. And that's essentially what's happening in Iron Man 2 with the whole... And but it's like it's really it's kind of just happens out of nowhere. It doesn't like naturally happen like it does in Demon in the Bottle because in the comics, uh, Tony Stark is a recovering alcoholic. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was bad. Yeah, yeah, bad. Well, that's why I kind of liked Iron Man three. It was just more like dumb uh, Shane Black fun. Mm. So yeah, if you don't know who Shane Black is, Die Hard. Mm. Shane Black. Yeah. Die Hard? Yeah, the guy who worked on Die Hard. Um, you you never seen that movie, have you, Kelvin? Please don't disappoint me. What, what Die Hard? With Bruce Willis. Yeah. With Please don't disappoint Bruce Willis, me, Kelvin. yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. I was going to say, don't and disappoint I, and, me, Kelvin. And like I you told me you've never a... seen RoboCop. And I and I consider and I still consider it a family Christmas movie. And if people say so otherwise, <laughs> y'all y'all can fight me. It's a it's a family Christmas movie because it was Listen, Christmas. Listen, setting Christmas. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> now let's move on to the next film. And, uh, oh, let me give my thoughts on um, Shang Chi. So they're kind of it's again they're redoing the whole sh- uh, another redoing of what the original characters is. Because from what I understand, they're making Shang um, the Mandarin Shang Chi's dad. Well, in, re- in reality, um, Shang Chi's dad was um, Fu Manchu back when they owned the rights to that character. Mm. So literally, the the the, ra- the racist character was Shang Chi's dad. Oh, that's oh, that's wonderful. Of course, of course, it was. Yeah. But now they've changed it to Mandarin because, like, that's more appropriate. I, I mean, Which, I mean, co- come on. Listen, even, I'm not arguing. That makes sense. Even in the name itself, Fu Manchu. Like, when you say when you say fast, you I know, say Kevin. Like that, I know. I know. Oh, I know. I'm, I know. I'm glad they did. I know. I'm glad they did. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and it's gonna be weird. It makes sense that they said because they're saying it's gonna be more like a James Bond kind of thing, which makes sense because uh-huh. Shang Chi came out at a time where. Literally, everyone was super into Kung Fu. We came out at the same time as Iron Fist, which is another response to the whole Kung Fu craze that happened in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Where, you know, everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. Of course. Nice. <laughs> oh, this, this is interesting. I'm just waiting for someone to say as originally the, um, uh, what you call it? Was it the the they were supposed to do a uh, a potential uh, television series back then when uh, then uh, then actor uh, Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee, was still alive. They were supposed to do it, but um, you know, be, but unfortunately, due to due to, due to the onset accident, it never happened. Like, but he was supposed to play the role of uh, of Shane Chi. Um, they were supposed to you know do like a I guess a nineties uh, uh, television uh, series spin. But it never happened, you know, because of his acts, because of his uh, unfortunate death. So, I mean, I think uh, I think there's a lot of I think I remember hearing a lot of different reasons, but I think that's the number one one 
I mean, mm-hmm. Brandon Lee as Shang-Chi, that makes to- so much sense. It does, absolutely. And him in The Crow, oh, geez, that was fantastic. Another comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Listen, uh, Crow 2 and 3 are the only good ones. 4 and 5 can suck a good one. <laughs> Someone who's read the books and loved them and liked the movies. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on to the next film. So I was saying, like, they're gonna. Be, there's a, a lot of changes, but it makes sense because Shang Chi was made in the time where a lot of that stuff was common. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said earlier, like his dad was the Fu Manchu. You can't do that in 2021, buddy. <laughs> but Fu Manchu is his own character. Yeah. Mandarin is his own character. Uh, they're two different people. Okay. They're just erasing the the Fu Man out and just making Mandarin Shang Chi's dad. So pretty much no Fu Manchu, but Mandarin, okay. <laughs> pretty much. I like how you comment on me saying some yeah. racist stuff, that you, but you are okay with you do it. Hey, it's okay because I'm Asian. It's okay. We're going to talk about this after the, after the episode. <laughs> we just... Uh, this ain't the play, time and place to do that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well... It's all been it's, uh, it's all been fun, and Danny boys. But I actually gotta head out. Uh, it's my boss just uh, texted me. He's like, "Hey, can you come in earlier?" I'm like, "All right." So I'm gonna head out. Hey man, you gotta you make gotta, that yeah. deal. You gotta make that yep, deal. Come. I gotta I gotta uh, uh, provide the provide the dough and all that. Um, but it's been fun. I'm gonna I'm dip out. But yeah, <laughs> sure. But I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. Everyone, don't worry, Kelvin. Yeah. You'll be with us in spirit. All right. Uh, I'm going to head out, everybody. It's been great. But David and Eli are going to take over uh, the rest of the podcast from here. So I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Yep. We're going to miss you, Kevin. Right. Take, take care. care. Bye. Bye. Be safe. Wear a mask. Don't touch people. <laughs> All right. Okay, now, so, now that he's gone, we can have fun. I'm just kidding. This is still <laughs> I know. We're going to be talking. You know. He'll he'll he knows it's a joke. I I love I love having Kelvin on. He's he's a great ho he's a great co-host. He's a he's a funny guy. Uh, we have great banter. But essentially, now that we're done talking about Shang Chi, um, let's move on to the next film that they have coming out, which is finally confirmed after so much struggle. We're apparently getting Spider Man three now. Spider Man three next year. Yes. So that's what that's what this that's what this that's what it's telling me, David. That's what it's telling me. Spider-Man three next summer. So Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is pushed till November. Okay. Ah. Okay. Now that I think about it, it was supposed to. There was like a like a schedule change, and Doctor Strange was supposed to come out on May fifth or something, like around May six. But they pushed it because they had uh, apparently Sony was. Uh, Working on Spider-Man three, and they did something, and for mm-hmm. some reason they actually. And also the whole director on... thing. They what? Oh yeah, the oh, whole uh, yes. changing of directors. I love uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi is amazing. He should. Yeah, we're gonna get there, David. We're gonna get there. Just. He should fucking direct. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there, David. But first, we gotta talk about actual Spider-Man three. Um, I don't know what's we don't know that much about it. It's apparently happening. Huh? We don't know much about Spider-Man three, but apparently it's happening. Yeah. Uh, well, 
after the events of Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, we do know that Mysterio, he's still alive, right? He's uh, Oh no, Mysterio's gone. Well, he could be alive, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I just know that he's alive. He's not done. Uh, he's Mysterio, like he, he plays tricks. So, mm-hmm. he, 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 fair enough. And now, uh, people know or Spider-Man can live through. What? Mysterio can live through, um, every, like his little posse. They can just keep making it seem like he's alive. Yeah. Oh. Other than that, like it really is an open. Well, the Far From Home story in that was badass. It's like one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. I say it's right next to yeah, Spider-Man Two from Sam Raimi. Yeah, I think Spider-Verse, uh, Spider-Man Two. Uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 and Far From Home are probably the best ones. Yeah, I'd say Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man Far, uh, Far From Home, and uh, Spider-Verse. Those are like my favorite Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies. Homecoming oh, yeah. was eh. I'm sorry. Maybe I have to rewatch it. I feel like the, Falcon, was- the, the Vulture character was pretty awesome. Uh, I just feel like kind of needed more I don't know, like, I, was, I wasn't feeling it. It, 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 felt, it felt like it was them showing, hey, we can do Spider-Man. We can do uh, a teenage Spider-Man. Just trust us, guys. Yeah. And, you know, that it came out pretty okay. Pretty good. I actually would say that. And then they, just they like knocked it out of the park with Far From Home. They were showing they what they can do with Spider-Man. Home, and, then, and this is the direction they're going towards. You know? And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, you know... Uh, yeah, like, the Spider-Man movies, as far as we know, Homecoming happens. Then, uh, Infinity War, Spider-Man dies. And then he comes back Mm -hmm. in Endgame, and now he has Far From Home, and, you know, I feel like maybe, maybe Spider-Man 3 is gonna be darker, you know? Because Spider-Man has seen some shit. Maybe. (laughs) Like, you know, maybe there's gonna be something... Yeah, like, I mean, because I do know for a fact that since it's like a collaboration with Sony, they do definitely want to see him cross over with Venom. So maybe we may see Venom. We may see a reference of Venom because there's a Venom two movie on the way too. Who knows? Sony said it's it. Spider Man's in a weird place. We don't really know what's going to be happening on with him. And uh, but uh, another thing that I know. Yeah, let's. Sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Another thing that I know. Uh, oh no! I'll let you finish before we move on to the next one. Yeah, another thing that I know from Spider-Man is that again you have a scheduling situation. So Spider-Man, uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness that was supposed to have premiered next year on May six, like around. It's supposed to mm-hmm. come out early in the summer because apparently it's supposed to be like a movie that's the size of an. It's an Avengers movie basically because you have. It's supposed to show like a bunch yeah. of characters. It's supposed to be a massive movie, but they actually have to push that towards November or later in the in the fall of next year because Spider-Man, you know, the production had to stop because they were waiting on on something on Sony's side. So you know they can't. They're waiting really, on the okay They just cannot move on with Doctor Strange without Spider-Man. 
they were well the doctor strange thing is like i said earlier it's the whole director thing and the fact that spider-man was being literally fought over between disney and sony no until they it's not only eventually that. came it's, to agreement it's, with, it's with uh, story-wise yes they had they had to pick a, a different director oh, for doctor strange but spider-man is apparently like it should there's like a it's a, it's a plot wise maybe spider-man does not appear in doctor strange mm-hmm. Or maybe um, you know Spider Man ends and Doctor Strange begins. There's like I don't know. There's mm-hmm. a concept of uh, of of Spider Man movie and Doctor Strange that are supposed to be together, and for that reason they actually had to hold on. So I think they picked um, Sam Raimi. That was in talks, but I think that was way before they actually decided to push Spider Man because I think I also read somewhere that they're mm-hmm. actually they're thinking of bringing in a Daredevil into the movie. Why? Because, you know, he made you a lawyer in his storyline because of what happened in Far From Home. So I think my my main, my main point here is that, you know, you have Into the Multiverse of Madness, which you have, like, a bunch of dimensions of different characters. Spider-Man might just be one of them because it's basically an Avengers-level movie. Kind of like Civil War because you have, you know, House of M, you have Wanda, you have... All these characters, so I'm pretty sure that like mm-hmm. you know we're gonna see Spider-Man there, and we may see like different. There, there has to be there has to be a certain level of when you're talking about the multiverse. There has to be a certain level of um, importance. Yeah. So I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like Spider-Man Three is gonna be darker if it premieres uh, on May. Then what else? You have a wait. We now have a bunch of um, movies that are coming up for Marvel next year, so I don't know. Maybe this, maybe that's this Spider-Man movie will not follow up into into the multiverse of madness, or it will. I'm not sure at this point anymore because you know they pushed the Eternals. The Eternals were supposed to come out in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out. Well, they pushed month. it because of COVID. Though. Yeah, I know. No, yeah. But still, like, you know, you just really know oh, where, like, where, where they fall into the storyline, yeah. Yeah, in the sequence. All right, let's move on to the... So... Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next movie. So, Taika is back with another Thor movie. This is the fourth Thor film that we're getting, which is Love and Thunder. And, you know... Not much is known. Like these, this, this, and the next movie. Not much is known for what they have. All we know is Taika is back, and they're introducing um, Jane Foster as uh, female Thor. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I like Taika. What about you, dude? Huh? Taika Waititi. Love yeah. I love. I love him. That's the name of the movie. I'm excited yeah. for that one. I like it. I know. That's watching, what I said uh, that. Have you ever watched the show? Huh? Yes. Uh, have you ever seen the show called uh, What We Do in the Shadows on FX? It's been all my recommendations, and I'll be sure to check it out as soon as I'm done with Legion. You're watching Legion? I just finished watching the first episode the other day. You like it? It's uh, it's, it's trippy. It's fucking trippy. It's trippy. It's it's. <laughs> Like I had to rewatch it again because I was in the middle of playing a game. Yeah. Like sometimes I like to have noises in the background and I like to play games. Uh, but I was like, I can't 
I can't do that because there's so much stuff that you have to like watch and pay attention to. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. Like, it's uh, started, Legion's a good show. Like, uh, like I get so into it, and I hear my <laughs> I hear my name, David. David, wake up, David. I'm like, what the fuck? It's a good show. It really is. It's like the same level show. as Watchmen. By the way, I did get the I do have the graphic level. I don't know it's a, I was gonna run, I I let it off right yeah. now. I'm supposed to be reading it because I really want to watch the show, which I have not. Um, but yes, it's the same level. It's really good and it's trippy. You know David Haller from the X one. You know he's trippy. Nothing is ever real. It it's very trippy. Mm-hmm. So be ready for it. But so so just to just to bring it back, David. Just to bring it back to Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi. He's in it, and we Taika both Waititi. just agreed that Taika is probably yeah. one of the best directors out there right now. Oh yeah, I like him. Uh, so. Ragnarok for me, that was it's because like he has like a sense of comedy that maybe we just don't really we don't like you know mm-hmm. I I I think Deadpool is funny, but it's too raunchy. No, or yeah. Ragnarok, it's funny but it's yeah. too sarcastic. You know, it's kind of like a very different sense of humor mm-hmm. that my brothers didn't like the Ragnarok. When I mm-hmm. saw the Ragnarok, I was thinking, oh, it's it's Ragnarok. You know, this is like gods fighting each other. I thought this movie's gonna be badass, and I was yeah. like, sorta like, eh, like it was like an eight out of ten for me. But at the same time, he did a really good job, mm-hmm. and I watched it a couple of times, and it's a it's a good movie. And now he's coming back with Love and Thunder. I love the I love the look of Ragnarok. The the look of Ragnarok. There, like I said it before, there's probably like two or three scenes where like if you just pause it. Dude, that's like an album cover so right I, there. You can like, see that being like an album cover, like this metal band or whatever. Yes, like when the the dragon's chasing him, or when he's like he's just coming down with the lightning on the bridge. That was like with uh, the Led Zeppelin's immigrant song. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That was me. That was me. Yeah, I like. Uh, I I actually think uh, I really wanted to see more of Hela. Hella because I like man, she's gorgeous yeah. and she's badass and she's the goddess of death. I really thought she was gonna appear in Infinity War because you know Thanos is in love with death, something they never did. So I kind of hope I see her again, maybe in Love and Thunder. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Please, uh, like you know, you wanna? I guess maybe I feel like uh, Taika Waititi. Um, it's a Marvel movie. It's PG-13, but if you ever do check out uh, what we do in the shadows, the movie, the TV show, it's rated in Maine, mm-hmm. so it's very, very, like, you know, it's just raunchy as hell. It's like Deadpool level, kind of. It's very raunchy. It doesn't it doesn't hold back, and it's, like, ten times funnier. So this is written by Taika Waititi. I feel like Taika Waititi can do stuff that's way more funny, but I kind of feel like, you know, you just can only do so much with a Marvel movie, right? So I mean, I've heard, this I like. to, I've heard that Taika has said that Love and Thunder is going to make um, Ragnar- Ragnarok look like it was a kid's film. Really? He's, I think he said something along That's... those lines. And I was like, yeah, oh, so... oh, this is about to go. I don't know, man. Like, something crazy. I don't know. That pumps me up. I love Thor. I I have a little hammer there, my junior. 
Yeah, uh, I, got the, I got the hammer right here. I just can't pull it. Uh, holding on to my book. Ray Bill. Like, oh, that's right. Christian Bell's supposed to be in it. People say he's going to be Beta Ray Bill. He kind of has the nose, too. Have you noticed that uh, Beta Ray Bill's nose is kind of like crooked? <laughs> Christian Bell's is the same. I'm like, he kind of, like, he could do like a good yeah. um, Beta Ray Bill, but I want him to be something, some somebody more badass, like uh, yeah, maybe like another god. Like I want to see him as a god. You know, it's Christian Bell. I mean, there's a lot of rumors that he's playing, playing this character, he's playing that character. Yeah, we just have to wait and see, really. But uh, let's move on to the next film. The next film that's that's it's, it's, it's your your film, David. The Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I love that movie. And yes. all we know, all we know is I that Wanda. It. Maximoff is supposed to have a big role, and awesome. your boy, your our, our boy, Sam Raimi is back for another another Marvel movie. Hell and I'm yeah. just like, he's like, yes, yes. Yeah. He's uh, hey, Scott Derrickson. That was the name of the director. They were like, you know what? Screw you. You know, yeah. we don't need you. And he was like, what? And they got Sam Raimi, which is like a thousand times better, which is. Awesome. This guy, like you know, he well, he. Well, what happened was they had like a, a, they couldn't Scott Derrickson and like the people at Marvel, they couldn't agree on what the movie should be. Like apparently Scott Derrickson wanted to be more horror. I mean, when your movie's called The Multiverse of Madness, you're you're talking about some Lovecraftian shit right there, and um. Since he wanted to go the more horror route and they weren't okay with it, they ended up deciding to like to break off and they both kind of agreed that, you know, Sam Raimi would probably be a good idea for this. And that's how we ended up getting like good old Sam Raimi to show up. Sam Raimi, man. Wow. He shouldn't even play it on character. Like he's like a really good, and he loves the comics. I believe, like, you know, Sam Raimi, and I think it's, like, a dream come true for, like, Kevin Feige to hire Sam Raimi because he was the one that made the first Spider-Man movies, like, you know, the first superhero movies in the early 2000s, and he did an amazing job. So, he did. Hopefully, he, he did. sticks around, you know. Hopefully, like, later down the path, you know, he decides, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? We want another Doctor Strange movie and maybe another another horror movie type of situation because Sam Raimi, that's his thing, you know? He made, um, uh, shit, I forgot the name of uh, this movie. Cabin in the Woods? No. Uh, you mean Evil Dead? Evil Dead, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got him confused. Yeah. Evil Dead, you know? And I like it. I mean, they both take place in a cabin in the woods. I mean, they both take place in Cabin in the Woods. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't fix it. So, I don't know. Doctor Strange. I am super <laughs> pumped. I want to see the Scarlet Witch. You know. She has been teased. She could have killed Thanos and she didn't. Why? You know, she can easily fucking take down a character such as Thanos. She's crazy. And I want to see that. Hey, uh, I actually saw like a headline a couple of days ago that this guy, his name is Evan Peters. He's like, he's um. Oh yeah, he's, he's the Quicksilver in uh, the the X Men movies. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Apocalypse, the Future Past, and Dark Phoenix. He's he's uh, apparently supposedly to set to come out in WandaVision. Well, they're like, maybe he's going to be a Quicksilver. Which I think is good. I really like him as Quicksilver, but I don't think he will. I'm pretty sure he's going to be portraying another character. And like apparently some people say that he may be playing Mephisto. So maybe, you see, that's like, okay, that's oh. pretty badass. Yeah, so we may see Mephisto. Um, well, I'm kind of like, think about it. I'm kind of bummed about the situation because WandaVision is supposed to premiere this year. Because, you know, Disney Plus premiered this year. You know, you're supposed to have Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in August. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, that stuff, they have half of it done, so let me release it. And around this time, afterwards, you're supposed to see WandaVision. So, so, so David, you're jumping a little ahead, but... You're jumping a little ahead, but yeah. Um, let's, let's move on to the TVs, since you're bringing up WandaVision. So the first TV show to come out for Marvel is um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which essentially it's like where uh, Falcon kind of trying to live up to the name of Captain America with the help of Bucky, but he is getting sort of um, a backlash from the government, which is when they start bringing in a U.S. agent who is like a more government-approved Captain America. U.S. agent, yeah, I saw so, him. Yeah, and this is probably the this is probably their first foray into like television that actually ties in with the movies because all the other attempts were either were non-existent or not really or just kind of like just skew we're on like just skewing around the movies like that of um, Agents of Shield and like I said earlier they even had nothing to do with the movies a la the Netflix shows. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the Marvel TV shows. There, I I was never a fan of them because you know apparently Kevin Feige just wanted to have his own thing, you know. So what was the point of even funding that television show, show like Agents of Shield? But yeah, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like as far as I know. Before coronavirus, they they could they were apparently done with like half of a show, so they made like mm-hmm. you know release that and split it into two parts. First part may re- be released this summer, and the second part will be released as soon as like this coronavirus situation is over, so we can like they can wrap up and they can release it. And I don't know, I feel like it's gonna be a good show. You know, I've never seen. Yeah, I guess this is the first time we're gonna see like a like a black. Captain America, which is pretty significant, right? Uh, so, from my understanding, yeah. not just talking about, not only talking about um, um, Falcon being the new Captain America, but also that um, they might play into I forget his name, but in, in one of the versions of the comics, there was a there was someone else who took the soldier serum, the soldier super soldier serum before cap before Steve, who was, uh, his name was Isaiah Jones, who was a black man. So, and he also survived. So technically the first captain America would have been Isaiah Jones, this African-American, um, superhero, but 
they ended up giving it more to Steve because of, you know, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Those weren't the times. These are different times. Uh, yeah, no, like, we don't really know. We only know that it's Baron Zemo, he's key. Uh, Baron Zemo? Is that his name? Mm. Yeah, okay. So, Baron yeah, Zemo he's is coming the main back bag after Civil War. Uh, he's kind of like a mastermind of sorts. I didn't really like him in Civil War because I kind of feel like, you know, he really needed to get his ass kicked and it never happened. So, but I think he tried to kill himself, right? Yeah, he in in the in the movies in the in the movie version, which is a tad bit different from the books, he kind of like does it as a form of revenge to to the Avengers because they kind of like their their involvement, especially in creating Ultron, kind of destroy kind of like ruined his home and like sort of left him homeless and like his family dead kind of stuff, which is um kind of where. You know, he he starts planning his little comeuppance, as you, as they say, to to the Avengers, and that's how he ends up breaking up. I mean, don't get me wrong; the the whole situation is a little um, contra a little questionable, but it was a good movie in the West. I think Zemo was probably one of the, like you said earlier, Zemo's that character that we're gonna be seeing in again in a while. So was that the point that we uh like that was his like I forgot I never I haven't seen Civil War in a while but the movie like in the movie that was his his only his sole reason to break up the Avengers because they ruined his yeah. because of Ultron they created Ultron. Well, you got to remember he's they made him part of Sokovia, and in Avengers two they blew up Sokovia. Oh, so Baron Zemo comes comes from Sokovia. Yeah, and and the and the movie versions, Zemo is is from Sokovia, and so you know Ultron takes over Sokovia, sends it up to the sky for whatever reason, and caused a lot of deaths, and in and that some of those deaths were uh, Zemo's family. So that was so that's the reason. I, okay, maybe I must. I don't think I ever got that part. So that's the reason why Baron Zemo. Did all this started the Civil War? Yeah. Ah, okay. Because I do remember the Civil War was um so the beginning you see Baron Zemo and the, he he like uh, he basically you know gets a little uh, what was it I forgot but I think he had to do something with Bucky. he he gets the 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 sort of what what uh, the the thing they use to make um Bucky. Oh, okay, okay. As the Winter yes. Soldier. Now that, now that I remember. Okay, so Bucky in the beginning is running away. And Sokovia, mm-hmm. this is like, uh, I don't know, like, shit. Okay, so you, you, they're in Africa. Scarlet Witch explodes a building. And then that's when the government is like, you know what? We're supposed to, like, you know, control you guys, right? But at the same time, Bucky's missing, right? Mm-hmm. So Bucky's on the run. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Baron Zemo, he's he the one that's actually blamed for murder he didn't commit. Yeah, so he's the one that's plotting all the all the stuff, you know, and they're pinning it all down on Bucky. 
I don't know. It's a complex mm-hmm. movie now that I think about it. Like, it's just not straightforward. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's a little more. It's not. Now that I think but, about um, it, right. I've never actually focused on the Baron Zemo aspect of the movie because I'm like, what? like, uh, all I, honestly, all, the only thing that I wanted to see was the the showdown, like, you know, in the airport. That's all. Yeah. That's all I remember. I don't remember. Yeah, they, they, wanted, they had to make sure the showdown made sense. And like they weren't just fighting to fight like in they did in the comic because the comic version was just it wasn't good. The original Civil War comic was not great. Uh, personally, for me, it wasn't that great. It was just contrived. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna put this shit on my list. I'm like watch Civil War. I feel like I'm missing a bunch of details, and I feel like I gotta watch it again if we're gonna if um uh Falcon and it's gonna make sense for the show. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you're so right. Make like, sense, I, kinda, yeah. I totally missed the Baron Zemo aspect. I like. So he has one reason. He's like, you know mm-hmm. what? You you guys blew up my city. You guys started all of this. So you, this is a so Baron Zemo is a repercussion of the Avengers creating Ultron. They created Baron Zemo. If you think about it, unless he mm-hmm. was a villain prior to the Sokovia. Yeah. City situation. So let's move on to the next show, which is the Wanda, which is WandaVision, which essentially it's, I think from my understanding, Wanda Maximoff trying to bring back the vision while also doing sort of like these weird, um, like references, not references, but like, Sort of warping reality to make it seem like the perfect family, a la all these different, you know, well-established, like it's kind of basically kind of similar to like say like the um, classic TV shows that were like family TV shows that we all known from the past, like the Honeymooners, Full House, Roseanne, yeah, um, Modern Family, all that kind of stuff, and it's just it looks like it's gonna be like the more interesting and more wet. It's. I feel like it's gonna be their version of like Legion, really, because it's all gonna be and weird and trippy, and <laughs> and I know a lot of people are um, interested because they basically confirmed that um, Wiccan and Speed are are supposedly gonna show up, and they're Wanda and um, Vision's kids, and you you already said your your, your thoughts. You're probably the most excited one for this one, am I right? Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, mostly because of Doctor Strange. Like, if anything, yeah. Really you know, into Doctor Strange, yeah. And I kind of feel like I, like I, I watched the Infinity War a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it's like a you know you just don't really see the development of the character development between Wanda and Vision in the comics that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do see that, you know, he dies. Both of them die in Infinity War. And then Endgame, she comes back, and she has, mm-hmm. like, much... Like, you know, she basically has lost a lot, you know? She's been through a lot, and, you know... I... Again, I, I really like the X-Men. I grew up with the X-Men. And seeing, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch, you know, she's an X-Men character, basically. And, you know, she's going to, like, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they're exploring more of that aspect than the WandaVision show. And, you know, mm-hmm. I support it, and I want to see how she's going to, like, you know, cope with 
vision and him coming back for some reason, you know? And how will that play mm -hmm. play out in Doctor Strange too? Which is I'd say kinda like House of M. And you know, hopefully oh, we yeah. see a I, I I would be I would be blown away if I see Magneto or something. I would be fucking like ah like just think about it. Multiverse of Madness I mean, the X Men. I Seek mean, Evan Peters, the the guy from who played uh, Quicksilver in the 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 X Men movies. I have a theory that they're gonna bring back um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, Quicksilver, and they're we're gonna see Evan Peters' version of Quicksilver, and they're gonna basically like hint at the multiverse, and I feel like that's how we're gonna get the the mutants because like it's so like the multiverse overlapping yeah that'd be crazy like but you see you know, that'd be like, crazy i mean what if like uh, there's they're like they're kind of casting a couple of x-men characters we don't know about that may be like teased in the in the multiverse of madness so when you start seeing like the x-men mm -hmm. joining like you know during that particular situation mm -hmm. you know house of m it's Magneto and Professor X that are like, you know what? She's not well. You know, everybody's like, we should kill her. And then they're like, no, we should like, you know, she needs help or whatever. You know? So I kind of feel yeah, like man, who knows? Magneto <laughs> should be in this story. Like, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm saying. And I'm with you. It's going to be a crazy ride. Yeah, but what kind of bums me out is that, like, I, we're not really sure if it's going to be premiering even this year. Which. Again, kind of sucks because mm -hmm. Multiversal Madness has been pushed till November, even though it's supposed to have premiered in May. You know, it's gonna be a big time gap from yeah. the the show Wonder Vision to next year in the fall, which is gonna be the premiere of Doctor Strange too. So I'm not mm -hmm. happy with that, but unless they split it into two parts, maybe they can make. I feel I heard they're gonna split it into two parts because of Corona. So let's move on to the next show because we got a couple of shows left um, on here. Um, just to just to like um, just end it up, we have the Loki show, which is going to be taking, which is going to be we're going to be following the the Loki that escaped during uh, Endgame, and um, supposedly he's going to be going up against. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the the group, but essentially it's like these. These timekeepers who like know who are known for um keeping an eye on on time travelers and stuff, so they don't screw up the timeline. So who knows? That could have a tie into um Endgame. It, it has yeah, like I just a, can't the name of the game. It has like a little like a, oh excuse me. It has like a little bit of um. It's kind of like an abbreviation of sorts. It's TM, TMB or something, and he has. You can see it on the on the trailer. It's supposed to be like like his. I guess it's like his suit. Like a oh yeah, you're supposed to be seeing uh, Enchantress or something like a character of sorts. I don't know. I don't really know anything well, about Loki. What I do, what know, I do know, David, is that um apparently. Owen Wilson is in this show. By the way, the the group is called T the Time Variance Authority, TVA. Time Variance Authority. Yeah. I don't know. I like. Uh, yeah. So essentially, uh, we're gonna be Owen Wilson. 
Yeah. We don't know what he's going to be, but we know that he's in the show. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think... Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know. All right, so let's move on to the next show. Well, I don't even consider this to be part of Phase 5. It is listed on Phase 4. It is still listed on there. And that is um, What If, which is an animated series where... So in the comics, what if is like, what if this is basically take a storyline and they change one little aspect of it. And most of the time it'd be, we kind of see where, where this thing would take out, would, would, how this would actually act with, with a certain character for a lot of people. It's like, Oh, what if this, this, and this happened? But you know, all I know is that, um, it's animated. Um, and apparently the first episode is going to be about, what if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of uh, Steve Rogers? And if you've seen the, the, the stills, they, they hint at that Steve Rogers will be their version of Iron Man. What? So in the comics, there was one version of like, um, there's this one, uh, I don't remember it was a, what if it was an alternate universe, but it's like it was still said during World War Two, and that the um, soldiers, the super soldier serum, kind of failed. So what they ended up doing was making like a an Iron Man suit, like a nine, like a World War Two version of an Iron Man suit for Steve Rogers to pilot, and he's been kind of fused into it for a huge amount of, time, of years to it. So technically, Steve Rogers in that universe is Iron Man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, so they're gonna they're gonna do something like that. So Peggy, Captain, and Steve, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, and they've known some other ones too. Um, what if T'Challa was abducted by the? What if what if like uh, T'Challa became Star Lord, and stuff like that? And I'm fine with like a lot of this. The things they're thinking about, but one I just hope I just really don't want it to be. Oh, what if? This person, and the instead of being like say instead of Peter Parker being Spider Man, he became Hawkeye. I'm like, wait, what? Why? That makes no sense. There's usually a, a point to the. I know, but anything can make sense with proper writing. Shit, Spider Man. I mean, you got me there. I just, I just don't want it to be like. Let's just instead of making um, Steve, Tony Stark Iron Man, let's make him. Uh, Captain America. That's our what if. Like, no. Usually, what ifs were always like, okay. It's so like, for example, there was this one what if where, um, what if Flash Thompson, you know, Spider Man's bully, was bitten by the radioactive spider, instead of Peter Parker. You know, mo- you know, it's so easy to say like, oh, you know, P- you know, um, it's a, they just swap places and this and that. But no, what they ended up doing was that because Flash Thompson never knew the whole. With great power comes great responsibility. He ends up being a, like the biggest asshole version of Spider-Man, and ends up getting um, Aunt May killed because Peter Parker found out that he was Spider-Man. And he was like, "Dude, I need your help. Let me just take a couple of pictures for you for the bugle, so my 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 Aunt May can survive a surgery." He was like, "It's all like, no, dude. This is your fault. The reason I'm Spider-Man. I can't even live a normal life anymore." And he ends up accidentally killing Peter Parker, and he kind of just hides away until he, the guilt just takes over, and he just turns himself in for murder. Yeah, 
which is like, wow, that was such a great story. I just kind of want kind of like that for the show instead of just like, oh, what if we just switch out this character for this character? Let's see what happens. Like, no, that's I didn't like that. I don't like that idea. But you're right. You know, it all depends on the writing. Uh-huh. Another thing, I kind of feel like, you know how they're they're working on TV shows now that they should tie up into yeah. uh, movies? I think that they yeah. should not shy away from animation. What if is animation, right? And I, really? I would be happy. I yeah. would be more than happy to watch the animation. And you know that would that would be pretty sweet. Watch the animation, whatever the show may be. Now that in times of the pandemic, I kind of feel like animation is much. It's a much better uh, source of of um, just you know creation because mm-hmm. the pandemic doesn't really let you be with a team. You know, animation is just you know you share this and that and whatever. So I kind of feel like right now this pandemic yeah, you can thing. each other the skills and, and and outlines of what the characters yeah. should do during the whole thing. I kind of feel like the pandemic is it, it's right, making it more easier for uh, people to work on animation, on graphics, on all that stuff from home. And I kind of feel mm-hmm. like they like they they uh, Disney has their own like TV shows coming out and movies and whatever. But I kind of feel like they should kind of push more into like Marvel animation content. So I'd be super excited to see something that is animated, like what if, you know, that shouldn't take long. And through animation, we can explore so many different stories. It also depends on, on the process of animation, David. The process of animation could take for, for a good chunk of time. And from the looks of it, they're going for that kind of like that, that almost realistic, realistic look and the fact that they're getting, I think, the actual actors to come in and voice the characters, which could take some time. So I mean, who know? Who knows? But um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be down to yeah. watch it. I just hope it's not they don't they don't go the easy way route with it. But let's move on to no, yeah, the, our see, next. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. You know, yeah. allergies, yeah. man. Listen. I know, man. Uh-huh, so saying. let's move on to the <laughs> uh, let's let's head on to the next one, which is um, Hawkeye. Essentially, the show that's going to be centered around Hawkeye and him training the the next Hawkeye, which is Kate Bishop, and that's about all we know. As far as I know, it was wasn't he supposedly like uh, charged with hitting his wife or something? And for that reason, like yeah, but I think that got dropped. I don't know. The Hawkeye or show, just, or like they just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not really. I kind of feel like Hawkeye. I, I see Hawk... Black Widow and Hawkeye. I prefer Black Widow because <laughs> I don't really think I've I've yet to see Hawkeye actually like redeem itself. You know, um, even in. I mean, it's kind of hard to root for the guy that just all does all he does is just throw a bow and arrow. All he has is a bow and arrow. You have to, like, write story for him. You have to make it, you know, you got to shape. And he has a lot of great stories, too. Stuff, challenges fit for him. Because if you don't, he's going to be outshined by somebody else. And you know what? I feel like Like you got to You got to show off why he's in a vendor level. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Why shooting arrows? Like... Why him? Why is he an Avenger? You're right. You're absolutely right. 
And I kind of feel like that's a, that's what the Black Widow movie is going to do for like Black Widow. Like, if you Widow. read the comics... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, if you read the comics, and you'll understand, you can understand why he's chosen to be in Avengers. Because his level of marksmanship is, like, crazy good. Which makes sense why he would be in in the whole uh, Avengers team. And, yeah. So, let's, I mean, and, and Kate Bishop is a beloved character now. Who is like the female Hawkeye, and she's done a lot of cool stuff. Sorry. Yeah. And got absolutely. her own scene, her own book and all that good stuff. The next show they said they're about to do is these next three shows were just confirmed. We don't know what they're about. She we can just say, like, you know, they sound like they're gonna be awesome. One is um Miss Marvel. Uh Kamala, which is Kamala Khan. Khan. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like too much of a ripoff of Reed Richards. His her kind of, kind of not really. She doesn't really. Stri- she more in law. What's the best way to describe her powers? Well, I mean, the whole thing with with Mister Fantastic isn't that he can just stretch. Is that he's like literally the smartest. He's the smartest dude in in all of Marvel. Like he is the, the smartest. That's why people call him Mr. Fantastic because he can do any. He can really. He's he can come up with anything. The man. The man figured out how to how to like figured out particles, alternate dimensions, time travel. Um, I think there was one book where he he and the Fantastic Four literally met God, which was crazy. So you're telling me that there's somebody smarter Good. than Tony and. Uh, huh? Fucking. Uh, so, so he's like way smarter than Tony Stark, than Bruce Banner. Oh, than, uh, yeah, there. Uh, he he's like Bruce Banner is like on the top five or top ten. Of, of uh, they always they keep changing because they always keep adding more smarter people on there. Of. The the entire Marvel universe or the movies for Bruce Banner or Mister Fantastic for both of them actually. No, no, no. I mean, since he's not in the movies yet, um, Mister Fantastic, we can't count Mister Fantastic yet. But uh, in the comics, Mister Fantastic is like n- at least number one under like Doctor Doom, uh, Valeria Richards, Mister Fantastic's daughter. And I think Moon Girl is in there somewhere. Banner and Stark are like near the bottom of the ten, or in the tens. I can't really remember off the top of my head, but no, um, Kamala Khan. That's I, I, people love her, and she's like a and she's been like a great representation for uh, Middle Eastern characters for middle, the Middle Eastern culture. But isn't Kamala Khan especially. Pakistani or something? She's Pakistani. Yes, I think so. Yeah, but I mean that would be isn't that I would say that that's like South Asian. I feel like if you want Middle Eastern representation, unless she must is she Muslim? She's Muslim. Yeah, so. I guess for the Muslim people, but like Middle Eastern representation, I don't think we've ever seen like a Middle Eastern character, like an Arabic character. Mm-hmm. And I. You know what? Maybe Kamala Khan. It's not only about her, but maybe you, you you get to see more diversity, more characters that are like Middle Eastern. 
Mm-hmm. Because I, I see them Muslim mostly, but yeah. more Middle Eastern, it would, it would be pretty nice to see, like, in like Indian uh, Indian characters, you know, South Asian, whatever. Uh, that, that would be pretty interesting, oh, yeah. though. I don't know. Like, Kamara Khan, I don't know much about her. Have you played the Avengers game? The new one that's coming out yet? Didn't it come out already? Huh? Has it? Uh, the Marvel's Avengers game hasn't come out yet. Really? Why did it take it so long? <laughs> ah, okay. It's gonna release September four. I'm gonna play that shit. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. come out on PS4, Xbox One, Google Stadia, and you get to see Kamala Khan there. So maybe, just maybe, you know, mm-hmm. she's pretty good. I did. I have seen like some merchandise for the game. Uh, the Avengers game, but yeah, Kamalika. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about her. Yeah, but I'm interested. Let's see what she can do. You know, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We got two more two more shows to go over. Two more shows. Um, just to finish it off, we got we got Moon Knight, which is like crazy Batman. I would say. Okay, I watch it. Yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, and then we got She Hulk, which is um. Yeah, basically it's She-Hulk who's like the 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 early Deadpool of like breaking the fourth wall, and that one's probably the most interesting one because it could be like not only like a lot of fun, but also like a lot of um, interesting stuff going around. I mean, I watch it again. Anything Marvel, I watch. Except, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's at this point most of the shows that we that are, they've announced we don't really know. So we can only go by speculation, and really, there's nothing to speculate with these last three, except for like how much we enjoy the characters. But essentially, yeah, that's that's all we got. We got nothing to talk. They haven't said anything, so we can't really say anything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who? It? I think they were gonna be casting um, Kit Harrington as Moon Knight. No. No, no, Kit Harrington, no. remember, he's uh, he's an internal. You're thinking of um Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I thought they were also like- Can you see the Keanu Reeves? You see the Keanu Reeves, um Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter. Yeah. Or um Shia LaBeouf from Transformers. No fame, sadly. I don't like the Transformers movies. They're, they're they're pretty good. I gotta watch Bumblebee. That's another mm-hmm. movie I gotta watch. Same. But no, um, I mean that's all we have. That's all we know about these uh, these characters and slash anything that information that we know. But I think that's about that, that's about all the what we know of Phase Five Four in general. So I guess that's the best place to end it. I guess the episode. I guess. Yeah. But you know, it's been a. I mean, we're both excited. I know Kelvin, even though he just slept. He um. Yeah, yeah, it'll work. He, yeah, we were all excited for the show, for these shows and for these movies. We have to wait and see where they, um, where we go with them. But yeah, Definitely. um, hmm. So I guess we can end it here. So guys, um, this is the end of the episode. Be sure to follow us on all social medias from Instagram, Twitter, and my and Facebook. Be sure to follow us. Be sure to like us on any of the social 
any of I was gonna say social media platforms, any of the podcast platforms from from uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. We're almost always I'm gonna be all on all of them. Support us whenever you can. Hit us with the five stars if you're on Apple. Support us on Patreon. There's a lot of stuff that me, Kelvin, even some of the other guys here, from David to Daniel to my brother, we got we want there's some stuff that we want to do, but we can't do it without having a bit of cash with us. So even just a dollar donation is fine with us. Because we got a lot we got a lot of cool ideas to do. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please comment, subscribe, hit the bell icon. You know how it works. Be sure to follow us in any form or way you can. And yes, that's about it. David, how you had fun with this one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It was worth revisiting uh yeah, no, Marvel stuff. It's it's a lot of talk about. I saw cool. you slugging down. I am. Like, is he reading? Yeah, I know, man. Dude. I know you've been plugging on it too. I've been seeing them yawn. <laughs> oh, Dune, man! I'm, I can't wait for that movie. Hey, listen the the original Star Wars, as they say. Yes. Yes. I okay. I got this book in 2017. <laughs> Dude, it's it's hard to read. It's a mm-hmm. hard book. I'm not kidding. Had it, I was like, damn, dude, why can't you finish this? You know, it's a thick ass book. It's like a about a thousand pages, but you see the story itself is hard. Right. It's hard to like to catch up with, but you know it's because like so many concepts and everything. So I I kind of feel like I've seen like oh, yeah. you know the the pictures of the characters of all the houses, some of them, and that kind of gives you an idea of like what the movie's gonna be about. And uh, I'm almost done actually. I got like about a couple dude, pages that's left. awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm reading mm-hmm. that and hopefully. <laughs> I'll catch up on uh, Watchmen and um, yeah, uh, Marvel anytime soon. Like I'm looking forward to everything. Mm-hmm. We need more Marvel stuff. Uh, I'm so excited. We need some good DC stuff too, man. I'm telling you. DC, hell yes, we need DC now. Um, so this is quite no, this mm-hmm. is this is supposed to come out this year or next year. It's next year, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Everything I pushed back because of Corona. All right. So, well, so guys, it's been fun. It's been your good pal, David, up here or down, whatever, however um, the layout is for yeah. Zoom right now. And it's been your boy, Eli. And if since Kelvin's not here, it's been your boy, Kelvin. And I hope you guys have a good one. All right. We're the Geeks and Turns, and we're signing out. Peace.